everybody, and welcome back to episode 16 of First and 10. Here we have it today. We're going to be talking about week seven, which was probably the best football week so far this season. I don't think any fan can deny that. Um, I My name is Adam. I'm along with beside my co-host, Mitch. And guys? here we have our friend Chaz, who What's is up, a, uh, a very good guy. Um, big birthday last week, as you all know. Yep. Be sure to wish him the happy belated birthday in the chat. Yep. Um, and I guess we get straight into it with Thursday Night Football, Giants versus Eagles. This game was on your birthday, if I'm correct. Yeah. It was a great game to watch. I mean, it was two terrible teams. I, don't, I, I assume you probably weren't even watching since you don't really care for either of them. But it was a great <laughs> game, and it was great to watch the Giants choke in Giants fashion with Daniel Jones fumbling to lose the game at the end. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't watch the game much. I think it's just kind of apparent both these teams are terrible. Um, it's I, I find it hilarious that the Eagles are first in their division um, and are will be going to the playoffs as of right now, if it were right now, which is crazy. I mean, they lost by one of the Giants who are one and six. Both these teams are terrible. I mean, they're what? They're like two. The Giants are what? Two games away from being and first place? Gi- one game if away. If the Giants really. win that game, they, they are, they are in first place. So it, it's it's crazy. Uh, both teams are bad. I mean, Carson Wentz had a, two touchdowns, one interception. I don't think Carson Wentz is the issue. I'm yeah, I, I I definitely agree. I mean, look, who, who is Richard Rodgers? Former Packers tight end. Tra- Richard Rodgers, Travis Fol- Fulgham, we know now. Everyone knows him now. John Hightower, Greg Ward, receivers, Corey Clement, who was throwing. And then Deshaun, mean, Jackson Deshaun Jackson comes back. Jackson comes he back. He looks good, but then Giants make a dirty play. Yeah, he gets injured. Jackson. So, so what I really want to center in on here right now is Evan Ingram dropping that pass on third yeah. down that loss in the game. I know Mitch was very vocal about that the other day, so we'll hear from him about that. Well, we know you've been very vocal about your hate for Daniel Jones, and I've come to agree with you, but I still think it's not all his fault. I think he had potential, but the Giants are stifling him, similarly to how Sam Darnold's potential is being wasted in, in uh, with the Jets. But I will say, I think he's the reason that they kept this game close. That 80-yard run was insane. He had a better passing stats than Carson Wentz, plus he managed to rush for nearly 100 yards. The turf monster got him. That was an unfortunate play, but it's not like it cost them a touchdown. They still managed to score two plays later. Um, I really don't... Th- anyway, but I'm supposed to be talking about Evan Engram. If he catches that ball, they go into the two-minute warning, first and ten, it deep into Philadelphia territory. They win the game there. It was it was tough to see as a, uh, as a former Giants fan, and um, it was an ugly one. What do you uh, Clearly, you want to say something. Well, it was just on the thing you said about Daniel Jones. I feel like scoring 21 points, like it's good, but if you score 21 points and win, it's because of your defense, not because of the quarterback. Throwing for under 200 yards, having two turnovers, isn't ideal for a quarterback who got pretty good protection for the most part, only allowing three sacks the whole game. I mean, end of the day, you... You're saying Daniel Jones did well because you saw his final throw to Evan Ingram that Evan Ingram dropped, which it was a great throw. But there were also a lot of throws and questionable things he did that lost in the game too. And you're saying he's being held back by the Giants. The Giants' defense has performed so far above expectations this week, yet the offense has performed so far below expectations. So when you say that, it just kind of makes me question, like, is Daniel Jones really like struggling because of the Giants? Or is it because he's just... Not talented. Well, I just want to respond to that. All I'm saying, I'm not saying that you know they got robbed or anything, but he's completing 66, nearly 67 percent of his passes. He had a higher passer rating and a higher QBR than Carson Wentz, 
and he had the most far and away the most rushing yards on the team. So he was the passing and rushing offense. I anyway, it it was a tough loss, but he did everything he could. The fumble is unfortunate. He has no pocket presence. We know that, but his team put him in a really shitty situation. Evan Ingram put him in a really bad situation where he was forced to have to march down the field against with the momentum complete completely out of his side. Even if he doesn't fumble there, the chances of him being able to march down the field with that tiny amount of time left on the clock are insignificant. So, yes, he gave up the fumble, but, I mean, it, he still had himself a decent day when compared to Carson Wentz. Um, well, you, you're talking about completing 66% of the passes, having a better uh, rate passer rating, QB rating and everything, but he threw for 6.2 yards per pass versus Wentz throwing for 8.3 yards per pass, and you don't think that makes a difference, but when you're completing 25 passes a game, it adds up, and it adds up as it goes. I could go on the field and throw... 51-yard checkdowns, and maybe I go 50 for 50, but does that make me better than the opposing QB? No, but that's the only stat Carson Wentz led him in. Literally, that's the only stat. What do you mean? He had oh, more, more yards, yards as well. No, okay, that's Same fair. Same amount of but touchdowns, less turnovers. More we're ta- but we're, I'm talking about Carson Wentz was a better passer, and he also outrushed not only Carson Wentz and his only team, but... He had one big run. It was an impressive run. It was an athletic play. I'm just... that Athletic play. He Daniel really Jones athletic at the end. He, he was really faster. Did. He reached nearly Tyreek Hill level speed. Anyway, I don't. This is a redundant argument, but you hate Daniel Jones. I think he had a pretty. I don't think it's hate. I feel like it's just pure stats. But I think that his defense. Yeah, we'll hear Chuck's opinion. Yeah, sure, Chuck. What do you think? I don't know. I don't, I don't think. I don't think Daniel Jones is very good. No, I'm not saying he's that good. But do you think he's the reason they lost that game? Uh, yeah, partially. I think. I mean, I think. I, I mean, yeah. Again, sack three times. I don't really. We don't have the pressures in front of us. I don't know. The, I mean, the offensive line looked. He, um, he was only hit eight times. Yeah, he was only hit eight times. I mean, that offensive line is terrible. I I do think he could be better with better coaching. I think their offensive coaching is pretty terrible right now. I don't think Jason Garrett's doing very well. Um, but he has the guys around him. He has Evan Ingram, who hasn't been doing very much this year. He's Sterling Shepard back. He's Darius Slate in his favorite target, Golden Tate. I mean, he has the guys around him. He has the offensive line. Sure, is bad, but it could be the coaching. But I I still don't think Daniel Jones is that talented. I do think he was the reason he lost. The game. I think if he had, he only put up 187 yards. Ingram catches that pass. It's game. That game was. But that doesn't matter. He didn't catch the pass. Then I'm saying that you can't fault Daniel Jones for that. One play doesn't lose a team a game though. Yeah, one play shouldn't be depending on. I mean, I mean, I I wouldn't say that's true. The the Saints lost to the Rams in the conference championship or semifinals. Was that one pass interference play what lost them the game? I would say I would argue. Yeah, the Saints got the ball first in overtime. If they score a touchdown, they win. It's not one play that ever loses a game in any sport. I I, one play doesn't win a game. One play doesn't lose a game. It's that simple. There's four quarters of football. I don't know why ten seconds of it should affect who wins and loses. All right. Well, I'll agree to disagree with you on that one. Let's move on to the Bills and the Jets. Charlie, let's, I'll let you start off with that one, knowing your yeah. ties to the Jets. Um, I mean, it was a, it was an interesting game. We saw the Jets come out really strong. I mean, they they were they, their offense looked good. Yeah, it, it was weird to see, but they, they looked good in the beginning. First half, they, they were pretty good. They were up. Yeah, I mean, end of at the start of the third quarter, they were up by, what, four? One touchdown. They limited the Bills to two field goals. I mean, the Bills only scored field goals, which I think is pretty impressive by the Jets' defense here, even though they've been pretty terrible. Um, I mean, yeah, it was it was a bad game. Four total yards in the second half says enough about the game. I mean, it was terrible. Darnold went two interceptions, zero touchdowns. I mean, 120 yards. He he just 
looked terrible second half. Twelve completions all game. I mean, it, it's it's absurd. The, the offense was not there the second half. The coaches weren't helping him at all. I mean, it, it, it is on him for sure, but I just don't think the coaches... Sean McDermott adjusted. He, he saw that in the second half, and he adjusted. Adam Gase could not do the same. Time and time again, he has. Uh, Denzel Mims is back. I know he's kind of a fan favorite on the podcast. Um, I mean, hey, he looked good. Four for 42, 10 yards. Almost, he had an open touchdown. He was open in the end zone. Darnold should have hit him, but he didn't. So... Um, I mean, yeah, he, he looked good. Well, Michael Prine is emerging, I think, with, with the loss of Bell. I think he could be doing better. Uh, Frank I, Gore, I think Frank Gore had a solid day. I mean, just, just the 5.5 yards average shows that, that, that that's all you need I, to I like at. I like Perrine, but um, I don't think this game was too much to rampage about. I mean, oh, no, definitely not. I mean, he, he, he got the, the good thing is he's getting the touches. Yeah, he's getting more get, yeah, So I think over time he could be yeah, better, but I, I don't think this one game. Says yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think they, they, hopefully it'll continue and he'll keep Because he he's undrafted, right? No, fourth round. Fourth round? Yeah. Because oh, I feel like some of his traits somewhat remind me of Lindsay, like the way he runs the style. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. yeah. Well, I was surprised that uh, Buffalo only put up 18 but um at the end of the day they got the win five and two in the division with the patriots losing this week miami winning this week the or miami went up by week but winning last week they were still in a comfortable lead in the division i i don't know i, I don't think going back to the, the division i just don't i mean if if the bills can only put up field goals and 18 points against the jets yeah. how good are they really but it's like how hard were they like really playing? Like I get no, you're you don't down think they were trying. No, no, I'm not saying they weren't trying, but you're down ten nothing. They attempted eight field goals. That means they're able to get into the red zone eight times or like field goal territory. You think on some of those fourth downs, if it's a closer game, they go for it, convert, get a touchdown. Or yeah, but two. not even the fourth down. It's just the lack of red zone converting. And and a good amount of them weren't. I mean, there there were some long field goals. Yeah, but so I mean, end of the day, yeah, they, 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 they could they have took scored. The win. I I just don't think that. It, 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 it that game worried me. I, I don't. I think it should have been a blowout. I think, yeah. but that's a considering very, they're considered one of the best teams in the AFC. I do. I, I I agree, but it's also like that's a very easy fix for many teams. Like if your yeah. field goes red zone sure. efficiency, you I fix guess. that. It's good. On to the next game, the uh, Browns versus the Bengals, which was very upsetting coming from the point of view of a Bengals supporter. That game where you need the Browns to lose to raise your playoff chances, but I I gotta say. Baker did look good this week. Although he was the reason Odell got hurt, he still looked good. Um, starting 0 for 5 with an interception, watching your best receiver go down is not easy. So for him to come back and throw for five touchdowns and almost 300 yards, I respect that. It was impressive considering his receiving core was not there. Um, in the final minute, him driving down, I was shocked. I was shocked by the play by the corner. I was shocked by the catch by Peoples-Jones. But overall, I think from both sides, this is nothing to be upset about. Joe Burrow looked amazing. He, he looked very good. And Baker looked good. for th This is the first time we've really seen Baker play like this, where he's the main reason they won all year. So if he's able to continue that against better defenses when he's playing the Steelers and Ravens, then the Browns could be a contender this year. That's not ahead of me. I feel like, though, every week I'm going from the Browns could be a contender to why the hell are the Browns 5-2 and two right now. And this week we're on the contender. We'll see next week and the week after where we are. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, Joe Burrow played very, very well. Um, 
the forced fumble was his fault. The interception was not his fault. It was a tip play. It was an amazing defensive play by uh, Denzel Ward. I mean, at the end of the day, both of these quarterbacks had really, really good passer ratings. It was a fun shootout to watch. Miles Garrett with his fourth uh, forced fumble of the year. He, I'd be very shocked if he doesn't win defensive player of the year. He leads to the league in sacks once more. He reclaimed that title from Aaron Donald this week. And um, I don't know, the rushing game wasn't there. That's what I was a little surprised about. Like, I, I think that I was I was impressed that Kevin Stefanski showed the the faith in Baker Mayfield to um to keep pace with the shootout because you know when you run the game or when you run the ball constantly you're not going to be able to keep pace when the Bengals are driving down the field you know throwing these huge 25 yard chunks all the time you're not going to be able to keep pace just by rushing the ball and that's why you know I mean Kareem Hunt had a solid day but I was you know, I think this Bengals defense was ready for the run because we obliterated them last week and. Uh, and that's why the passing was worked. Baker had a nice game. Like you said, the adjustments, uh, going over five, one interception, then throwing twenty two straight completions. It was impress it was very impressive. I mean, I hope he learns from this because, you know, one of two things could happen. He could get really, really cocky and then play absolutely terrible next week against the Raiders. From what the Baker cycle says, that Baker, is what's yeah, gonna happen. The Biker cycle says that's what's gonna happen. But the Raiders defense isn't amazing. And I, I think if, if he can learn that Hopefully he got some confidence back in himself. Um, he, could, you know, he was deadly accurate, and we knew that he could be that way. And if he can just continue to build on this and getting, you know, Kareem Hunt back, or you know, getting Kareem Hunt going and Nick Chubb back in a few weeks could really help. One thing I just want to point on is the emergence of Bengals receivers this year, because the Bengals receivers at the start of the year, when you hear Tyler Boyd, AJ Green, who's always hurt, who we haven't seen play in years, and T Higgins, a rookie who. People, some say, reached on him a bit. It's been very shocking to see how, I would say, elite this Bengals receiving core has been this year. Between A.J. Green, Boyd, and Higgins, they've all put up consistent numbers week by week. And when Green is healthy, he isn't terrible. And um, regarding the last play, Hail Mary, uh, was it T. Higgins who messed up the tip? Because Bengals had a shot at the end zone. One of their receivers had to make a volleyball play. He didn't hit it high enough, but it was a cool play. Yeah, I, I'm honestly, I honestly not that surprised when it comes down to the Bengals receiving. I think, I think this was gonna be a solid unit. I knew this was. They have a good offense. Yeah, they have a good really offense. Good I mean, they're, they're, the line is terrible. That is, yeah. that is terrible. But I knew the. I mean, Tyler Boyd, I think is is really is clinically I mean, underrated. I think now with with a good quarterback with him. I mean, nothing against Dalton, but uh, with Burrow playing with him and doing really well, he's succeeding. T Higgins looks really good. AJ Green. So yeah, I mean, I, I just I'm just not that surprised by it. Next game we're looking at Green Bay Packers, Houston Texans. Packers continue on winning five and one. You want to know what the Texans one and to me six? Right now is? What? That the Dolphins could make the playoffs right now and have a top three pick. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's just that, that is probably the best thing you could hear as a fan. Uh, Aaron Rodgers looked good. Um, he yeah, he rebounded pretty nicely. But Four was, TDs, two hundred eighty-three yards. He rebounded nicely, but again, the Buccaneers are the only defense we've seen Rodgers really play this year. True. So when he plays the Bears, if he's able to, it's more of no. Yeah, I respect these players for playing well, but the Texans' defense is probably one of the worst in the league right now. Yeah. So it's all right. Yeah. I'm just really big on. I need to see them do it against an elite defense. All right. Yeah. Texans D made Drew Locke look good. True. I mean, Devontae Adams looked amazing. Um. Yeah. This Texans team is just terrible. It, it really is 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 showing what Bill O'Brien has done to the roster. <clears throat> yeah. It was sad. Deshaun Watson tried his best. He had a decent outing, but you know 
be completing a good chunk of his passes, two touchdowns, but he couldn't get anything going. I mean, David Johnson, the guy they literally gave DeAndre Hopkins and a second for, averaging three yards a carry, it, it was pathetic. Yeah, when, when, uh, behind <clears throat> an O-line like that, you're yeah, not going to average much more than three yards per carry. And when Randall Cobb is your leading receiver, it's kind of hey, that's not a respect very great to Randall game. Cobb. He was one of the best receivers in the league at one point in his career. Yeah. Not many people could say that. It was also a nice redemption game for him against the Packers, his former team. Yeah, but uh, that's valid. That's well, actually just a quick point I want to talk about quickly. Whatever happened to Packers receivers like Jordy Nelson and uh, Randall Cobb? I feel like they were both so good, like yeah. so such elite receivers, both Pro Bowlers, and then they just dropped off. Like Jordy Nelson went to the Raiders. He did. I yeah. know. But, like, I don't know. But I, I was just thinking about that. Yeah, no. Seeing the name Randall Cobb. But uh, now on to the uh, Washington football team versus the uh, Dallas Cowboys. A final score of 25-3. to Um, Not much to say about this game. We saw Andy Dalton get hurt. Uh, cheap, cheap hit. That cheap, was ridiculous. Cheap that was so... I mean, the, the fact... I mean, that... What, that one reaction to that play speaks enough about, like, the state of this team. And they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything to the guy that just hit him. They just stood there, his, his teammates around him. I mean, if, mm-hmm. I'm, if, I mean, if I'm his offensive tackle and I see that, you know, the linebacker, I'm going to rip his head exactly. off. Like, it happens, it happens every time. Ridiculous play. Nothing. The he, question he is, there. what does Dallas do for their QB situation? Because they don't have yeah. a real third-string QB. Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota are both backup QBs in the NFL this year. Do you think it's worth trading a late round draft pick to get that QB for the season? Because Dallas at two and five would be out of the playoffs on a normal season, but this isn't a normal season in the NFC East. Two yeah. and five is one game back of the lead. I think if you trade for a quarterback like Jameis Winston, I think he could possibly lead them to the playoffs this year. See, yeah. me personally, I would go with. I think I'd go with Mariota over Winston at this point. I don't have faith in Mike McCarthy being able to polish Jameis Winston into a turnover-free guy. I would hey, go with. He did get eye surgery this offseason. He did get eye surgery. I would go with Mariota over him, but I, I, I don't think that the uh, the lack of response to the hit on Dalton is in any way dis, uh, disrespectful to Dalton. I think it was more just the players don't like Mike McCarthy. The players don't like their yeah, franchise. Yeah, they don't. It's, it's just nothing the against team. Dalton. Yeah. It's just what the team just, is. Right they're, now, like how, they're, how it's like they're passion. sedated. You know, yeah, it, it was. Um, Washington looked great this week. Now one game back of the division. Antonio Gibson emerged this week as a top runner, but it was against the Cowboys once again. The but worst rushing defense in the league. Overall, I think this game, there's not much to say. It was really concerning for Dallas. Stephen A. couldn't have worded it better himself. Um, nobody likes Dallas, so it's okay. Yeah. But on to the Panthers versus the Saints this week. We had Teddy Bridgewater go up against his former team last year. Uh, it was a good game, but uh, in the end, the Saints won, and the uh, Carolina Joey Sly kicked a 65-yarder, went for the f- record for longest field goal for the tie, and it was accurate. He just didn't have the strength at the end. I mean, it was good price, you know, for 63. You know, that I mean, it, I just felt bad for him. It hit off the front, if I'm correct, it, or somewhere. Another yard or two, and it was good. All right. That was just kind of sad because it was a re- like you said, it was a really good kick. It's it's you know, it's really really difficult to kick a 65-yarder, but. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Drew Brees and Teddy Bridgewater looked good. I think the real story, I think if Mike Davis is able to get the rushing game going a little bit, I mean, he had seven carries for 12 yards, while conversely, Alvin Kamara had 14 for 83. Bit of a difference there. Um, I think if they get the rushing game going, then this team might have been a little bit different because the passing game definitely was there. Bridgewater had a <clears throat> pretty solid outing. Both of them had solid uh, QBRs. I mean, I think this game, we knew it was going to be pretty good. It was a... Um, 
know, it was a defensive battle. Or it's not, sorry, it was a, you know, it was a division battle. And it was a, sh- it was a bit of a shootout. I, I didn't watch this one, but I watched some highlights. It was a pretty interesting one to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's not too much to be said about. I mean, Panthers now three and four, so they, what is, it, is that two games in a row they've lost? I think. I think they've dropped back to back. Yeah, but you know, this team still has some potential to make a playoff push. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's a guaranteed, but you know, the Saints are getting back on track. Four and two, that's pretty decent. You know, like we said, there's not much to be said about. The Lions and the Falcons. This is my favorite game to watch this, this week one by far. Ridiculous. We don't, most of you guys know by now, but. Todd Gurley had the chance, got the first down, could have just kneeled the ball at the one-yard line. They run the clock out, kick a field goal, and win. His momentum pushes him forward too far. He tries to stop short, but he didn't have enough to stop him. There was enough space. Scores a touchdown, and Matthew Stafford drives down the field, throws a touchdown. Fat Lions win on a 45-yard extra point, but... TJ Hawkinson, man. I mean, I think he's gonna. He's definitely emerging as one of the greatest, as one of like the net, uh, one of the elite tight ends of the future. I what think, makes you say that? I mean, that was a nice catch. He's had some pretty decent numbers. He was hyped up going this offseason. I think he's delivered. He was pretty good at moving the chains. He had he a bunch of first down last catches. Season. He's not doing sensational this season. I wouldn't put him in the top five, maybe not top ten this year so far. I mean, he has the talent to be that. I just haven't seen it yet. I mean, he came up when it was clutch. I, I wouldn't take him in top five either, but I think that he, that's what I'm saying. You know, he's still young. I think that he will be one of the best tight ends in, a, you know, one, two, three years. But he caught the game-winning pass. Stafford looked really good. Three and three Lions. I mean, this is how this is basically what they were last year before Stafford got hurt. I got told hurt. you, don't, really, don't sleep on the Lions I said the year. same thing. I agree. I really hope that uh, Stafford's able to stay healthy because this team's an interesting one to watch. Atlanta... I got nothing for you. You're one in six, and you still have some, one of the most talented offenses in the league. I mean, better luck next year. <laughs> Sorry, man. You know that, that's assuming that Matt Ryan and Julio Jones are still there next year. Who really knows? All right, on to Steelers and Titans. Charlie, I'll let you. Guys, um, I didn't watch. I didn't watch this game, but um, it was a close one. I think we all kind of expected it to be close. Gosh, I, I think I did. God's cast is a bomb. Yeah, okay. I, I took Tennessee in this game, I'm pretty sure. You, you both did. You both did. You yeah. took Steelers? I took Steelers. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers pulled away with it. Um, Big Ben looked good. Oh, no, no, he didn't. Never what? mind. Sorry, take that back. Three interceptions. He was great in the first he half. He looked good. Shit the bed. Brian Tannehill is still, you know, that's what I expect from him, putting up those numbers. He looked good. Derrick Henry... Three pointed average. I mean, Derek Henry put up TD seventy five yards. Did I not say he was going to rush for between forty and seventy five yards? That's literally that's what I said. Range. I don't think you said. Okay, that's a wide range. You dude. guys both said over a hundred. That's all I want to say. I don't know. AJ Brown, amazing game. AJ, AJ Brown, Brown amazing emerging game. as the best receiver from last year's draft class is yeah. what it's looking like. I, I could see that. I mean, Pittsburgh again. Their off, uh, offensive weapons are looking good. I mean, you got Juju for eighty five. Deontay Johnson eighty. They, they the Steelers are a good team. Yeah, I think we I think I think the Big best, Ben. I think Big Ben. Team in the AFC. Okay, I'd say third. Sure. I'd say third. I still think the Titans are better than the. I agree. The day. I think so too. I think I think Big Ben may be holding this team back a little bit, but uh, they're they're going to go far. I, I told I, you, I, go I far. told you last week, Mitch. If they beat the Ravens, I'll respect them. Well, they, they play, play the Ravens this week, this week so yeah, this we'll, we'll, we'll this be a they're good going game. to beat the Ravens. I think the Ravens are under are underrated this year. People, I think I feel like you don't realize Lamar's getting all this hate right now. As of this time last year, Lamar has better stats than his MVP season. So say what you want about Lamar, but he's still producing numbers that are insane for quarterbacks. Like, like people want Lamar slander. You talking about just rushing yards? You talking about passing? No, his, his passing stats, everything is doing better than last year at this point. All right. Well, 
we will definitely see next week. Yeah, all right. So like, yes, this game was close, but it really shouldn't have been. The like the um, let's go. The Steelers were leading twenty seven to uh, seven at half. Sorry, twenty four to seven at halftime. They ended up only they ended up being outscored seventeen to three in the second half. Most of that on Big Ben turnovers. He looked really really good in the first half, throwing two touchdowns and then three straight interceptions. That's unlike him. I mean, this Titans defense emerged. If Goskowski kicks the field goal and puts them into overtime, they they probably win. Our coin flip chooses who wins the coin game. Coin flip chooses who wins. I would probably take Tennessee with all that momentum, regardless of even who wins, but um, or who even gets the coin toss. But at the end of the day, Steelers defense held out. Um, you know, Goskowski missed. The Steelers should have won this game, regardless. You know, Big Ben's three turnovers. Uh, really plague them, but you know, there's not much to be said. They're both good teams. We'll see if the Steelers can hold up against the Ravens next week. I think they will. On to the Buccaneers versus the uh, mediocre team in the AFC West, the Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, nobody expected the Raiders to win this game, I'm going to be honest. The Raiders did beat the Chiefs, but the Buccaneers the past few weeks have been looking like the best team in football and are really starting to bring up their name in Super Bowl conversations if Brady's able to keep up what he's done right now into the second half of the season. Raiders look mediocre. Their defense is nowhere near where it needs to be for them to be a playoff team this year. I mean, and the Buccaneers' defense, we all knew the Raiders' run game was going to be shut down against the best run defense in the league, but I I expect a bit more out of Josh Jacobs, Jalen Richard, that run game. But end of the day, I think Buccaneers are really showing that they are a top team in the league. Yeah. Yeah, I mean— I agree. I, th- I think the Bucks. I mean, especially with this eighth Antonio Brown signing, I think the Bucks are looking like the best team um, in, in the league. I mean, their I, offense is explosive. Rojo's still doing good. They still have Leonard Fournette. I mean, those are two solid running backs. I mean, maybe they, they've been up and down with stats, but they're still, they still can produce if they need yeah. if they're needed to. The Bucks have the best receiving core. Exactly, exactly. Antonio Brown, they, they already had it without him. They had it We're starting him. to get old flashbacks of Gronk too right now. They, they, I mean, yeah. they already had him, and, and now they two have... Two straight games now they have, now they have, yeah, Mike Evans, they have... Mike Evans, Godwin Chris Godwin, back. who are easily number they have three receivers that would be out of top ten. Top one ten. One could even argue, and would be all be number one receivers on almost any other team. I mean, and now they're, they're you put really Antonio good. Brown. I we don't know how he's going to play, but he's he not could be a bum. I mean, he, he, it's Antonio Brown. You don't just go from being the leading receiver receiving the yards yeah. to being nothing. I mean, we saw the one game Brown played last year with Brady. He caught for over fifty yards and a touchdown. Like, yeah. I, I don't think Antonio Brown's anywhere near done in this league, especially on this Buccaneers Agreed. team. The one thing Brown is going to have to accept, though, is that he is not going to be getting all the targets. Like, Mike Evans played a role last week where he didn't catch a ball to a fourth quarter. Yeah. As Bruce Arians said, if Brown isn't able to do this, there's no place for him on the team. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that was a really smart move by Arians. He set the tone very clear. Look, we're going to give you a shot. You're talented. You've got a reputation. But... You you know you take one misstep and you're gone because we don't yeah. you know we don't need you we yeah. like you you're, you're a luxury you're not a necessity exactly so you know keep your behavior in check and maybe he'll be able to yeah I'd love to see him on the field again do I think he'll be able to last the entire rest of the season who knows I think he's gonna I think just just based still, on when he's coming back I mean he's still not coming back for what a couple like the week two, next week week, week, week nine is week nine first. yeah I mean I think. I don't think he's gonna come come back and be putting up hundred yard games. I think if they at, by the by the playoffs, I think he's gonna be doing really good. But it also brings up the point that Godwin's his, hurt right now. Yeah, it's, so exactly. Maybe so, might I mean, play a week without AB, Godwin. Exactly. I mean, it's true. It'll yeah. be interesting because Brady, AB lived in Brady's home for the short time he was in New England. That's true. Yeah. AB really, she I don't, I still Brady. don't believe he should have been cut from the Patriots or should have been in the situation he was in because 
I'm not so sold on the whole thing, but we're not going to get into that. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I I just think the Buccaneers now with a B three receivers who could say they're top ten. I wouldn't argue Godwin. I would definitely argue Evans and Brown in his prime. I think yeah. Godwin's right right around the fifteen. Outside, I think he's in fifteen. I think so. Yeah, I would argue that. I, I mean, I wouldn't say he's top ten though. I, I do like like I, I mean I hate, I hated Brady. I mean on the Pats, but. I think this was honestly such a good move by him. I think he was having, you know, he was getting all this hate. You know, Brady is just the page. You know, he's it's Belichick. Page. It's Belichick. It's Belichick. It's Belichick. Now, now he's putting up better numbers. Cam Newton's garbage. The, the, we'll the, Patriots, that, though, the yeah. Patriots quarterbacks are doing terrible. And you have him putting up 369 yards, four TDs, the best weapons he's and ever had. And a rushing touchdown. Yeah, the best weapons he's ever had. I mean, And this isn't even mentioning the defense. This exactly. This isn't even mentioning so an amazing better, defense. Yeah. I mean... It, it, it's 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 ironic that that they, people were. It, it, this was really good for Brady's career. I Before think. the I mean, season, this okay, is going to show. When, when, if he can win we're a only Super seven Bowl weeks then, in. We're only seven weeks in. We're, let's not jump the guns. He's been playing amazing. I mean, but well, they I'm just saying. Still, I, I, we're I don't think he's going to. I don't yeah. think he's going to do terrible. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to win a Super yeah. Bowl this year, but I think he's he going to. He's, yeah. he, he's going to. He'll be on the Buccaneers next year. Yeah. And maybe Probably. next year. I, I think well, if he wins a Super Bowl, I think he's, think he's done. done. Yeah. I don't. He's not stopping anytime soon. If he's able to win a Super he Bowl, still has in his forties with these weapons. Him. Also, you say it's only week seven. I know it's only week seven, Mitch. But Brady right now is five and two, putting up be- better numbers than last year or the year before. And Belichick is sitting at two and four. Yeah, and no, agreed. No, okay, no. Yeah. At, at, when Belichick's supposed to be known as the QB whisper. What the hell is Cam Newton, Jared Stidham, and Brian Hoyer doing right All now? All I'm saying is if he is 20 years in New England, wouldn't you rather him leave off retiring as New England? No, just... because he had 20 years in New England and was told that Belichick, Belichick was the reason that he was successful. Yeah, that's, and yeah. he proved the point exactly. wrong. That's, that's why he left. That was, that was the... I understand his motive, but I'm saying if he goes, if he puts 20 years in New England, leaves to go to the Buccaneers, and then they go, I don't know, Ten and six, and you know, lose in the divisional round. I think that'd just be kind of like really, you know, like twenty years, thirty years from now, when people are watching his career, they're gonna be like, why would, why did he leave? Yeah. If he wins the Super Bowl this year, I will shut my mouth. And I'm not saying he's not playing well. He's playing amazing, and they really have a real shot. But all I'm saying is, thirty, forty years down the line, you know, like as us kids, you know, looking at Michael Jordan and stuff, retiring three times, like that's just a little like, huh? So if Brady doesn't win a Super Bowl this year, I think that the fans. You know, like I said, in the future, won't understand like what we do, which is why he, you know, his motive for leaving. So anyway, that's all I want to say. Uh, he's been playing great. I'm excited to watch the Buccaneers. All right, next on game. to the Broncos versus the Chiefs. Um, I'll speak last. Uh, all right. I mean, I didn't. I didn't watch this game. Snowy game. Um, Mahomes looked really good. Uh, I mean, he, well, he didn't he have to. Do no, anything, he didn't. He though. didn't have to do anything that good. I mean. Clyde had a good. Wait, how they? I, I'm a little confused on how they scored a defensive scored touchdown and a kick return touchdown. Okay, so they, but I mean, hey, when it comes down to it, we always talk about the win. I mean, that's that's a that's a full game of football. That that is Who's every trying? facet. Is it the backup? Mm-hmm. That, that, they, they, that's every facet. So, of I mean, the, the game. fact that they destroy the Broncos so badly that they that they really put their backup quarterback in. I mean, the Browns would know about that. Yeah, like, yeah, not really. Week but. one, really? What happened? I, I saw Robert Griffin on the field in the fourth quarter. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. For a lot more I thought, than I thought, two I thought the, 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 the Broncos had like a top five defense or something you said, like top ten. The defense like only call? gave up uh, they, 29 they, points. They put in a backup quarterback. and he went. The defense gave up 29 points to the Chiefs. Interesting. Okay. I don't know. I mean, they, they won. It was it, This this shows I mean, how win. good Kansas is around the board. I think it's not maybe just the offense anymore. They murdered the Broncos. I mean, it's not like even like you can say, you know, they're the Dolphins playing in the snow. I mean, the Broncos... Are in Colorado, they should be able to play the snow. I mean, the tough thing is you like, need to give Drew. <clears throat> if, I I did some research the other day. Okay. Oh boy. 
Aaron Rodgers in his first three career ga- games in the snow went 0-3 with terrible numbers. Drew Locke in his first two career games is 0-2 with terrible numbers. Just because you play in a snow environment, it's still going to take time to ad- adjust and learn how to play. Drew Locke I don't is, think either of us mentioned anything about Drew Locke. But, um, what he, Chaz just said. We, if you're playing in Denver, you need to know how to play in the snow, and I think that was... Oh. I thought you were yeah, I, mean, the whole I think team, it's. Yeah. I think it's. I mean, he, that yeah, he's young. I mean, yeah, it was. I mean, okay. he's young. I mean, sure, we. Yeah, Rogers too. I mean, he's still young. I'm not saying Drew Locke. I think Aaron you should Rogers. still be able to play in like the, in the colder weather, and it shouldn't affect you. I mean, I don't know if that did. I mean, two interceptions, nineteen point seven QB rating. I just don't think Locke is very good. Um, when you're older uh, than your QBR, it's kind of tough. But um, yeah, exactly. I think that the, the biggest thing for me, like you said, was the Chiefs dominated so badly that they were a able to put their backup in b they were scoring touchdowns on defense on special teams like yes the broncos defense is good but Broncos. Giving up 29 points to the Chiefs in the snow. And keep on, you know, the Kansas, Mahomes is good in the snow. We know that. Last year, the last time they played in the snow, NFL posted like nine posts in 12 hours. Just literally just talking about Mahomes. And that, that was really annoying. But we know he's good in the snow. But wouldn't you think Mahomes would be hindered by the snow at all as well? I mean, the, they didn't stop the rush and they didn't stop the pass either. Like, this, there was a complete breakdown of the, of the Denver Broncos, which I was not expecting. You heard what me last week. What do you mean? Week. We had many defensive stops. My point is Mahomes is still throwing for... You didn't pick him off. He was still completing 60-plus percent they of his passes. They had two touchdowns before Chad Henney ran a touchdown when the game was already over. Chad Henney had a touchdown? A rushing touchdown. Oh, that's pathetic. But, but um, I'm not even talking about Chad Henney. My point that, is you didn't stop the run. Le'Veon Bell and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire were both I averaging you over go out five there and try and tackle someone in the snow. I know it's like not easy. Did they stop the run? Philip no. Lindsay with eight point eight yards per carry. I think you always talk about how good. The yeah, the, the, we know is. the Chiefs' defense is listen, bad, but listen, me. the Broncos had two fumbles on their own side of the twenty. The Chiefs scored two touchdowns getting the ball on their own side of the twenty. The Chiefs had one drive where they started on the other side of the fifty and scored all game. So say what you want about the Broncos' defense. I want to see any defense in the NFL, how they hold up when the other team's starting their possessions in the other red zone. We, the defense can't control that Melvin Gordon doesn't know how to run a flea flicker. They can't control that. Yeah, no, it's, it's valid. I, I think it just comes down to... It's a breakdown. Yeah. I don't think Denver's a playoff team. I think, I think they're just a bad team. Drew Lock needs to have a bounce back week. But this is a really, really bad, like really bad. Okay, I would not, hold on, wait. I'm gonna I just defend don't. You I don't know. I don't, okay. I don't, well, here, Mitch is. I, I wouldn't think, like to. I don't think the Broncos are just. I, I don't think they're that great. I mean, I mean, talk a lot about them. You know, they're still playoff hope. I don't think they really do. Um, For one of the hardest know. schedules in football, we're not playing terrible. Okay, right now. I don't think there's playoff hope, but I don't think that's because of a lack on the team. I think that's because of, like you said, that you guys have played very hard or very difficult teams. We I have will the completely agree. In the NFL. Agree. I will completely agree to that. But all I would like to say is. Huh? All I would like to say is, and I'm not going to blame this on Locke. I mean, you're not playing a very good defense, but it's the snow. I mean, it wasn't like a good defense. This defense locked up Lamar. I said it wasn't. I, I don't think it's a good defense. I think that was just good coaching. The defense is not really that talented. But my, the point is, what is this? Like his eighth start ever? Ninth start ever? Like Eighth. Yeah, but that's, he is way too you know young. He didn't have a good game. He sucked. Well, but it, it's, it's not, it's not, yes. It, there's, like you said, there's, he's way, there's way, way, way more football to play. And, um... Uh, it, Melvin Gordon really screw them. All I would like to say is this defense was exposed. And yes, you're right about the drives. I'm not even talking about the score. I'm talking about the yards. I'm talking about they couldn't stop the pass. They couldn't stop the run. They really couldn't do anything. We held the run to basically under 100 yards. Because, we held the pass under 200 yards. Like also, Chas, do you to what you say? A win's a win is what you've been saying this whole time. Yeah. Block is eight and three in his career, or uh, five and three in his career. Okay. 
A win's a win. I mean, you say he's okay, bad. Well, he's yeah, winning okay, football. Talk about his, wow, eight games. That's that's really well, big wow. Eight games. Size. You're telling me he's not a good QB after eight I mean, games. That's a big sample size. It could be the it, same it, thing said yeah, to I, you. Okay. I mean, I just don't think right now he's a good QB. I think you hyped him up so much after this injury. You hyped him up with the team, and I don't think he's that good. Well, we can see. You're right. I, that that is my opinion, though. <laughs> Way more like, to be an said. Opinion. Yeah. And <clears> I mean, yeah, it wins all that matters. As I always say, you say it twenty four seven two about a quarterback. Okay, sure. Drew Lock has a good record. Like that's crazy. He's he's so good now. Well, you were just saying if you it doesn't matter if you don't but win about it. Lock's defense, stats are so. terrible this year though. I mean, they I are. Bad. I mean, Locke he's got one touchdown and four got, interceptions. Yeah. That's pretty bad. That's that's terrible. <laughs> but I to your point though, just there's the last thing I want to say. Yes, they held the pass under 200 yards, but like you said, when you're starting the drive on the other side of the field, you don't need to pass the ball very but then far how to get are they to exposing the end zone. Our defense because they didn't do anything because the our defense forced two fumbles. Okay. But then, I mean, they have yeah, four I mean, sacks. Yeah, I, 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 the defense could be good, but if they didn't the stop the, does this yeah. ever again, it's there's no. This game isn't on the defense; it's on the offense. Right, right. That's not, not a yeah, question. Not yeah. We had a chance to go in the half down 17-16, but lock airmails Noah Fant. We don't score. Yeah. Then we settle it's for a field goal. They get a kick team, return it's touchdown. On special teams in the offense. Yeah. So, and if, if if neither facet of the game can perform well of those two, and the defense is performing well, you're still not going to be doing. Good. I, I understand. So, okay. The game. Well, yeah. we, we bullied Adam enough. I'm sure he'll bully us back next week. It's okay. It was a tough loss. The Chiefs are very good. Um, uh, San Francisco and New England. Let's let Adam start with this one. Um, New England sucks, man. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> else to say. Uh, 49ers are a good team. Say what you want. They still have a good defense. Their players are slowly and slowly getting back to healthy. Um... 49ers are just a good team. The Patriots are not a good team. It's that simple. I told you only one team out of the AFC East is coming into the playoffs this year, and I still think that. Well, I think it makes sense now why the Broncos were able to beat them. I think we were all upset you know, about that, but now it's pretty damn clear. This is not a very good football team. And I'm still not going to count them out. They're 2-4, and four, same record as the Broncos, but I trust Bill Belichick more than Vic Fangio, and the Patriots have an easier schedule coming up than the Broncos do. But it's it's not even like Jimmy Garoppolo you know, like destroyed them. I mean, he threw two picks. Yeah, they, ju- they were cared by their rushing game, which is the exact same the reason why they were decent happen, last never, year because they they had a stable of running backs. I mean, this they're onto their second and third running backs this year. But I think when, no, no, Jeff Wilson. Oh no, third and fourth. I'm sorry. Yeah, because Mostert, McKinnon. Yeah, no, Most, Mostert. Yeah, Coleman, Mostert, McKinnon, McKinnon, Coleman. Yeah, so Jeff like Wilson they're on like four now. and five right now. Wilson PhD. destroyed them. This Patriots defense couldn't stop them. They lost 33 points, plus they got two turnovers. You know, I mean, they sacked him once, but it, it was pathetic. I I don't like Cam Newton. You were defending him early in the beginning of the year. I, st- I don't think he's very good, but I'm still not going to say that. Like, he had a really horrible game. His QBR was three. Like, yeah, was I mean, he— Enough said, he, but— He went three picks, zero touchdowns, 98 but yards. The, the thing is, he's a hard worker, and this is where I'm going to give Cam some credit. He's a hard worker— he knows how to win, and in the past he knew how to win, and I think he respects Belichick so much that, I mean, the, you saw the uh, beginning of this year, beginning of the first few weeks, all the uh, the only thing the Patriots wanted to talk about was how at the end of every practice, the end of every uh, weightlifting session, Cam was always the last one out. Cam was always consistently working. His accuracy wasn't there. He played horrible this week, but. I think that he's going to do everything he can to try and be better and keep a starting job because he he's out after the game. He recognizes that. He was given a chance. He was brought it here to be a quarterback, and he realized if I don't play like a like an NFL quarterback, I'm not going to get the job. So at least, although yes, he was abysmal, and I still don't think he's that great. 
he has maturity to recognize that, and hopefully he rectifies it next week. So next week will be an interesting week for the Patriots. On to the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Los Angeles Chargers. No, let's let you go last. So, Charlie, I would like you to start with this one. Uh, I didn't watch this game. Herbert looked great again. Herbert looked great again. I think Herbert's doing really well. Um, yeah, I mean, Herbert's, Herbert's 66 yards rushing, 347 yards passing, three TDs. I mean, Herbert looks legit. pretty good. Kids I think, I think I, it, it's early. It is early to say that, just as Locke would say. He's good, though. He's really good. I'm happy he's getting the wins. Um, Joshua Kelly, there's not much of a run game. Justin Jackson, Joshua Kelly didn't really perform well for the Rams. Gardner Minshew. James Robinson did have a big game, as he oh, has yeah. been putting up yeah. consistently. He's he's pretty legit, I'd say. Uh, yeah, Jaguars bad team. I think I think the Chargers are better than their record. I'd say. Oh, for like, sure. I, I could see them being a three and three team. Oh yeah, if not better. If not I mean, better, the yeah. teams that they've gone up against, they've they've competed with. I yeah, mean, yeah, they've yes, all the Broncos. Yes, the Bron- yes, a win is a win, Adam. I know you're giving me that look, but the Broncos. No, I'm giving you the look that you're putting the respect on the Chargers for the team they're going up against playing close. No, but the Broncos I, you, you do the same off. thing, and you just slandered them. No, you I just cut, don't get it. You cut me off before I was able to finish. You guys get blown. Out by the Chiefs and the Bucks, they got they blown out by the Bucks. Close. Not really. They were up twenty-seven. Their defense, and then they lost. Yeah, but my point wasn't that they won. My point was that they kept it a lot closer than the Broncos. And we haven't they seen have, them play the Steelers yet. And I'm sure they'll lose then too. My point, but I'm agreeing with Charlie saying their record does not represent how good they are. And I would say I, you can make the same argument for your team because you've had played difficult teams. But when you look at how they've stacked up against the difficult teams and how you guys have, it's night and day. I mean, Herbert has, is one of the top. Uh, he's leading the league in not. He's not at number one, but he's top five in many passing, in passing yeah, touchdowns, he came into the league, passing yards, rushing touchdowns. He's breaking he's records. Legit. He's being put in the same conversation as Mahomes with his. In his I'm not saying for, Herbert's not year. legit, but you need a defense in order to yeah, win well, games. Yeah, no, their this defense team, is not. This team isn't going to be a playoff team. No, I'm not saying it is. My point is, they're better than the Broncos. We'll see this week. We will see this week. Me, I'd probably agree. I mean. Jaguars are Jaguars are. I mean, they're putting up a fight. I think like, they, they, they keep putting up a fight. The Jaguars losing. or the Chargers? Yeah, the Jaguars. Yeah, they but they, but we knew the Jaguars were going to be bad. They, they don't bad. have yeah. when when you give away Yannick Ngakwe. Yep. Um, Toy Campbell. Toy Campbell. Uh, yeah, and they AJ, still scored AJ twenty-nine Boulay, points. Um, Calais Campbell. Well, those yeah, are all exactly. defensive players. Yeah, we're not. Like, my, the point. Yes, but. Yeah, the, ja- the Jaguars are competing. The Chargers are better than the, I think the Chargers. Yes. Yeah, and Fortnite. I think the Chargers are better than the Broncos because I think they're keeping it closer against good teams. But you'll but see this week. We yeah, I don't, I, okay. I, I yeah. I mean, I think Chargers. Hopefully, they can win a couple more. I, I don't know. Well, I, I think what's his name, Justin oh, Herbert. Looks Herbert's really got a bright future. Yeah, Herbert does have a yeah, good I'm future in Los with Angeles. Jaguars are terrible. The the, the back yeah. of QB for LA got in this week. Yeah, Easton Stick. <laughs> what a name, Easton Stick. I feel bad for Minshew. I mean, he had another okay game yeah, passing for yeah. the point. He didn't make mistakes though. I mean, he he didn't do enough to win the game, yeah. but well, his he mistakes didn't really make were mistakes. not completing thirteen passes. Yeah, okay, but that's right. still much better. Anyway, next um, game we're looking at <laughs> the game of the week, game of the season, Sunday night football. No yeah, um, Seahawks. Garden. Losses on the Seahawks D lineman that was on special teams that decided to get an unsportsmanlike conduct, allowing Arizona to score that drive. Of course, Russell Wilson throwing three interceptions. That's kind of big too. Uh, you can't I blame love... a game on a QB that throws for three hundred fifty yards and it's three true. touchdowns. Yeah, it's, I love. I, it, it's not. It's not anyone's fault. I think. The, car, the Murray just took it. Not a bad game. It was a well, great I mean, game. Just, Murray I mean, took advantage of the of the uh, the fault. You know the mistakes of Russell Wilson. 
And as you always say, a quarterback needs to win games. So I, you're contradicting yourself. But I, Russell Wilson is literally one of my favorite players in the league. I have him my, on my fantasy team. I think he's the best quarterback in the league. But I can still say if he, you know, not all those picks were his fault. But when you, it was so unlike him. If he doesn't throw three interceptions or, you know, if he, doesn't, Russ, if he throws two, why the game hell is so easy. Do we only throw mm-hmm. to Tyler Lockett this game? What the hell is up with that? I think he throws to whoever's open. And then he, it would have been more. He missed Tyler Lockett on the, one of the. I just don't understand. You got yeah. DK Metcalf. Spread the ball around, Russ. Yeah. Come on. But I think that because of DK Metcalf's monstrous game, the Cardinals were, um, were definitely keeping an eye on uh, yeah. Tyler Lockett. DeAndre Hopkins had an amazing game. Um, I, I still don't like Kyler Murray. I still think he's a little bit overrated. But if he outdueled Russell Wilson, it was a really, really good game. I, I, so I'm saying, I'm saying, I think he's still a little bit overrated. I think his accuracy isn't quite there. I mean, he started off like what, like 0 for eight his first. Year. He started off pretty crappy with his first few pass attempts. He was just not on the same page with, the, with his receivers. It doesn't matter how he starts. I, you cut me off. I'm saying, but he had a great game. Um, either way, like you said, this was a really, really exciting game to watch. I still think that Seattle will have will finish with a better record and do better in the playoffs than the Arizona Cardinals. But Cardinals are are they second or third in the division now? Um, the, that whole division's tied. It's the best division in football. Yeah, probably. It's, yeah, I mean, it, it. I think the game just showed just how how bad Seattle D is. I mean, well, no Jamal, it hurts. Yeah, yeah, no Jamal, it hurts. But still, I mean, they're just, no. Because I, I think with Jamal, good. you cut down Tyler Lockett in half. I think with a safety to down. stop Jamal or to stop Tyler Lockett on those deep balls. Wait, what are you saying? I'm saying that Jamal. Oh, oh, oh right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're mixing I mean, the teams up. Even but, that, um, Jamal Adams isn't gonna be a ball hawk that's gonna be doing that against Lockett if he was in. Not even if they was on the other Even team. if you want to talk about DeAndre, Jamal I don't think Adams is do the that. best safety in the NFL. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. It, that was looking. I mean, he still has yet to be healthy. I don't think he's gonna play this week again. But um, yeah, I mean, Russell Wilson had an amazing game. Three interceptions is not like him at all. Yeah. But he he still he still had an amazing game. I mean, still eighty-four up numbers, rushing exactly. yards. Three yeah. He's still putting up MVP numbers. Eighty-four rushing. I mean, he did a great game. This game is not on him. Um, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I mean the Cardinals are good. I think I think the Cardinals are, are pretty really pretty good. I, 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 I slept on the Cardinals. I still don't. I, I, I slept I, on the Cardinals. I don't for love a while them, too, but, but dude, this, was, this is a good team. Good. This is a good team. Yeah, yeah. they won. And I mean, as we said, wins wins are what matter. They're five yeah. and two. They beat what many thought to be one of the, the, the top three team in the NFC. I think oh, the yeah. Seahawks are still the best team. In the yeah, NFL. exactly. Exactly. So I, I think you think they're the best team in the NFL. I do. I think they're top five. Um, well. That was an amazing game. For those who watched it, uh, let us know your thoughts on the outcome in the comments as we head to Monday Night Football. And to wrap off the episode, Adam, these were two teams you were high on at the beginning of the year. And they're both 5-2 and two right Didn't now. you guys both say the Bears? Um, yeah, I said the Bears. I projected the Rams. Just, you know, just want to give a little pat on the back there. I, I said that Nick Foles wouldn't be able to take... Would, wouldn't be able to win the tough games, and I still think that was pretty accurate. He did beat the Buccaneers. I'll give you that. But at the end of the day, I do not have faith in Nick Foles. And Jared Goff did what he had to do. The rushing game was decent. They outplay- Sean McDermott I th- outplayed um, Matt Nagy. Still think the Bears are pretty decent, but I think that they're more they're more of a pretender than the Rams are. Um, you speak. I, disagree- I think this game proved it. But- I disagree. If you watch this game... Bears had many red zone opportunities where Foles threw a pick in one of them, but it's simple. Bears still have the best defense in the NFL or a top three defense, one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think Nick Foles, he had a rough game. I wouldn't even say it's a rough game. If you take away that interception in the red zone and give it a touchdown, it's a whole nother game. I mean, Adam, he had a QBR of 37, two, tu- two interceptions, no uh, no touchdowns, and he's averaging six yards of play. Yeah, but what you love to say back. is completion percentage. He went 28 for 40. Which is decent. It's decent. It's I, I understand. But passes. Yeah, but that's, the, that's one good stat he had. He had decent yards, but... The, his QBR, his passer rating, his interception to touchdown ratio, and his Nick average Foles play isn't a star QB in the NFL. Yeah, I, that, that was my point. I think that he was bad. I don't, yeah, but he I had think, a bad game. I don't know. I don't think Nick, Nick Foles. I mean, Nick Foles. I think we can all agree is what's going to carry this team. Like, is going to hold this team back. Yeah, I think we, absolutely. That, that is, like, quarterback, quarterback gonna, situation yeah. in in Chicago is bad. I'm surprised. Need, need, like, I would like to see Mitch go back in. I think that'd be maybe, interesting. I, they're they're playing very. Yeah, Mitch Trubisky played better. Than Nick Foles, but th- once they've made the decision, it's it's, it's not late. so different that they he's not going to flip flop them every game. Yeah, that's it's, not it's, how you win. Yeah. It's not how you play in the NFL. I mean, but it's not like Nick Foles is starting to yeah. play like Russell Wilson or Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes yeah. compared to Mitch Trubisky. You have two mediocre quarterbacks, and then you're they're being carried by a good defense. Yeah. As you, Allen Robinson had another nice game. Cole Komet, I, I mean, he Met. made some nice plays. It's Cole Met. The K is silent. Yes, oh, the announcers got that one wrong. That's kind of sad. Um. But I think this team will probably be a playoff team. I think that the Packers are better than the uh, the Bears, and I think you know, it'll be nice to see where Cole Komet's future is. Alrighty, you, Charlie, would you like to add anything uh, before we end? Yeah, the I mean, I agree. I think I think the Bears, I think they're both still very good teams. Um, they're they're definitely going to get to the playoff. Yeah, they're yeah. definitely playoff teams. I think McVay is a really good coach. I think he outcoached Nagy in all yeah. honesty. I mean, it doesn't I, it doesn't help with, with Nick Foles, but at the same time, it's like it's like. Or no, Sean McVay. Yeah, Sean McVay out coach Nagy. I don't think Nagy. Like I question Nagy. He's supposed to be an offensive coach, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yet their defense is elite, but their offense is underperforming. But we are. I think if the Bears still have Fangio, it's very helpful for them because I just like Fangio. Yeah. I, I don't know. Lester. I don't know. But um, what do you mean? I, yeah. I mean, it was it was a good game. I think they're both still going to go to the playoffs. Are we right. done? Yeah. I All right. Got so. it. Jazz, take us out. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to what episode? 16. Episode 16, week seven overview. Uh, Yeah, guys, just have a good week. Enjoy football on Sunday, and we'll see you guys next week. Or tomorrow, but same thing. (laughs) For the week eight predictions. All right. Bye, guys. We're out.